This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, welcome in now NFL and college football analyst Mike Natillier. Mike, do you ever recall LSU being a 28-and-a-point underdog at any point of covering LSU? Nope. Not that I can remember. Um, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I remember last year was a huge line um, with LSU-Florida, and then it was a real big line again for LSU-Alabama, but not 28-and-a-half. And that just goes to show you, uh, you know, because, you know, Vegas, they don't have any feelings about it one way or another. They're, they're not biased about it. All they want to do is make money off you one way or another. So they put a line up they, because they know they're going to get Alabama money, okay? Obvious. They're going to get Alabama money. They want to put that number up big enough that they'll get some LSU money. They don't take a bath in this. So um, it goes to show the state of the program at this. It's in free fall, and uh, – <laughs> You know, it's uh, it, it is what it is at this stage. It's it's not real good, and now you've got you know just a ton of injuries to add on to that, where you didn't develop the players. Um, and it, this draws me back to a conversation I remember having with Pete Jenkins, and this and this is days before Ida uh, got close to us. So I'm gonna say it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday before Ida got into the Gulf. Uh, area, you know, over that weekend. And I knew Pete was very familiar with certainly with the LSU program, having coached under Coach O and, and being around it. And, you know, he does consulting work and he goes coach at Alabama, coach at Georgia, uh, coach at Kentucky, coaches at Clemson. And I asked him, you know, what's the difference in the three programs? And this is before the season started. And he was like, one, clear cut, Georgia's the best team in college football. He said, you know, I, I can't believe anyone else would have the talent and the depth they have on the defensive side of the football. He said, it's, it's unbelievable to see uh, what they've accumulated at this point. And he said, it is older talent and younger talent blended together. He said, it's unbelievable. He said, you're going to see it. I'm just telling you, he said, I didn't have to do much coaching, uh, you know, there, he said, it was, it was just sort of solidifying what Georgia had put in place. He said, Alabama's a young team. On defense, they've had a lot of people leave early for the draft. It's affected their depth. But he said, Mike, eight games into the season, they're not rookies no more, you know. So he said, the team you might see in September on defense and on offense is going to look a hell of a lot different come October, November. He said, I know how Nick develops players. He said, he's he's the best in the business doing it. Just, But he said, got a, a new pieces of the coaching staff. And he said, I wonder how quickly all that will come together. He said, LSU, no question. He said, they got talent. And this is before the injuries took away your starting defensive ends and then Joe Evans. 
and your two starting corners and uh, kind of on and on. But uh, he said they, they got talent. They got a lot of young talent. They're not as big, not as physical as Alabama and Georgia. But he said athletically they got it. Now he said here's the question. Can they develop that young talent? He said, I can't tell you. I, I don't know how well they'll develop during the year. Thinking about those three comments, he was dead on right about all three. Absolutely dead yeah. correct. So if you wanted to get Alabama, you, if you were going to get Alabama, you wanted to get them earlier in the year if there was a chance to be had. Cause they, they were had once this year already. Yeah, and they, they didn't play. And listen, sometimes you not you don't play a good game and you catch a team, man, everything falls right, and it did for A&M. And I give Jumbo a lot of credit. Uh, you know, he took advantage of that. <laughs> now, he sweated it out at the end. But, uh, again, because Alabama even shouldn't even been in that game. Uh, I really, A&M dominated that game, and Alabama made that run late uh, to actually, you know, get themselves in a position to win it. And I agree with you. If you're going to catch them, you better catch them early. And like he told me, it don't matter when you play Georgia, early, middle, late, you won't get beat. Now, he liked Bennett at quarterback a lot more than I did. And but he, he, we both agree JT Daniels is the talent. But, man, he's had a ton of injuries. And, and that showed up again uh, that, you know, he has an injury again this year. And, man, I give Bennett a lot of credit, man. He's a tough little dude. Man, and, uh, you know, the team loves him. You know, he plays hard. He, he doesn't have a lot of mistakes. Uh, he's not the most gifted guy around, but, man, he, uh, he, he, he gives you everything he's got, and they believe in him. But with that defense and that running game and that huge offensive line, uh, and, and they're talented up front, they're they going like you said, it don't matter when you catch them, uh, they're going to be a real tough out. And he – he saw that I had predicted Georgia would win the national championship. And he said, you know, finally you and I agree on something, <laughs> on that number one pick. And, uh, but, and he did say, Clemson, they're going to have issues. He said, you can't replace a Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. He said, I don't care who the hell you got. He ain't as good as Trevor. And he said, the defensive line isn't nearly as good as I've had in years past coaching them. And you know what? He was right on that, too. So what is LSU to do, Mike? I mean, what's the game plan? I mean, they're not, they can't just, they just can't roll over. Uh, so where can they maybe look to find success offensively or defensively? I think that they're going to try to run the football a little bit, try to get some of the heat uh, off of Max, but they have lived and died off the big play, okay, in the passing game. That's been the MO for them from the end of last season until – this until today, other than the Florida game where they had a lot of success running the football with Tyron Davis Price. Now, again, I'm still stunned that Florida gave up 300 yards rushing against LSU. But I think they'll try to run it and try to hit on the big play. It has been part of, I think, their game plan that to try to utilize they're very talented receiving core. Now, you don't have Butte, but, man, all the young kids, uh, you know, and, again, there's some inconsistencies there, but the freshmen have, have come through pretty well for them. And so that, that's where you got to live and die offensively. You, you're not going to have a running game uh, against Alabama, but you can't just throw it out the window. you got to continue to at least try a little bit 
and try to find something that'll work. But it, it's all about the big play. And for LSU defensively, they have to stop the run. No matter what Nick has done uh, in changing his offense, in which Lane Kiffin had a huge effect on him in getting different sets of receivers and tight ends and looking at quarterbacks differently, Nick still builds that team about power football running the ball. And you just look at what Brian Robinson's done this year. You know, uh, he isn't as talented as Najee Harris, but man, he's one. Man, he's a big back that keeps thumping at you and thumping at you. And if you don't stop it, man, they're just going to hammer you. So for LSU defensively, they got to stop the run. And on offense, they got to have a little bit of a running game, but you, you got to win with the big throw. You got to win with the, the deep pass downfield. And at times, Alabama has been overly aggressive, and sometimes you can catch those safeties out of position, and you can hit upon a big play downfield. Do you expect to see Garrett Nussmeyer at some point today? Yep, sure do. I think that, you know, at this stage, what do you got to lose? You know, unless Max is having a great game, and ain't a lot of quarterbacks that can say that against Alabama's defense, at least not this late in the year. Um, you know, you you can bank it. You you're gonna see Garrett Nussmeyer. And Garrett's different uh, than most of the quarterbacks that we have seen at LSU throughout the last five, six, seven years, even before Rocheron, even with less. Uh, that he's he's smaller. He's barely over six foot tall. Man, he's a gunslinger. That ball comes out all kind of funky ways, sidearm, a quarter. You know, every once in a while you catch one right over the top. But, man, the ball's coming out all kind of different ways. He throws the ball well on the run. He is a little bit athletically arrogant and thinking, I can make every throw in the world. You know, and listen, I, I like that if you can do it. You're going to get burned at times doing that. But he really believes he can complete every pass that he throws. He's got that mentality. You talk to him, he really believes that. Um, and that's great. There have. was a guy that played it's for the Green Bay Packers that wore number four that thought that, too. He's in the Hall of Fame. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, Mike. It's not a bad thing. The only thing is um, sometimes you've got to live to fight another day. You know, uh, you, you can't put the ball up and they got defenders all around you. Uh, and listen. He thinks he can put a ball in a small window, and sometimes he can, and sometimes he can't. This, he's, he's learning the difference between college and high school. But, man, you talk about a guy confident, a leader. You can see the team respond to him because he brings so much energy, um, you know, when he's out there. He, it, it's infectious the way he is. Uh, again, he's going through the learning stages as a true freshman, but uh, man, he's and he's one tough dude. Man, listen, uh, you know, he's kind of got battled around a little bit, but it don't matter to him. You know, you hit me hard, it might matter to you, but it don't matter to me. Now again, uh, you, you, how many times can you take those big hits? But uh, I think you're going to see Nussmeyer, and he is built and plays a little different than quarterbacks we've seen in the past. If it's been Max and Miles and Burrow or Danny Etling, you can kind of go on and on. 
with those type guys. They were all sort of taller quarterbacks, tall, thin. Um, you know, they were more pocket style quarterbacks uh, than what you know Garrett pocket. Yeah, I'll stay there a little while, but I'm taking off. You know, he'll take one step up or one step to the side, and then he'll start moving. He throws the ball off the run. He loves that. And um, his style of play, uh, you know, and I know Ed's told me this, it's almost like watching kind of like Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, I'm going to throw a few passes in the, in, the, in the pocket, but I'm moving. I'm getting out of there. That's way too much traffic. For some guys, they don't feel comfortable doing that. Nussmar does. So he's, he's a different – and when Walker Howard's going to come in, Walker's not like that either. Walker is a much more pro-style type quarterback than what you see in Garrett. He, he's a little bit different than the rest, and it's noticeable. NFL college football analyst Mike Dettelier here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Herb, Tyler, along with Christian Garrick and Mike. Mike, I want to just talk briefly on the Saints and the NFL. In particular, Trevor Simeon announced as the starter for this week against the Falcons for the Saints. Not really a surprise when you consider that that Saints offense needs playmakers and Taysom Hill can help them in other ways. Yeah, and also, too, Taysom, and, and we talked about this Thursday, about the health issue. Okay, he's been out for two weeks. He wasn't really fully at practice until Thursday. So you, this is Sean's way of kind of, I guess, massaging the quarterback position, so to speak. And that, you know, Trevor's been there, been too far, so to speak. He's had, what, 25 starts in the NFL. You know, so, you know, I thought he was poised. You know, he, he didn't seem rattled uh, against the Bucks, And, man, they were coming after him. And you saw a lot. Uh, Todd Bowles, he was like, listen, just go sick him. You know, get after him. And he was very poised about, I'm not going to put the ball up for grabs. I'm going to throw it away before I do that. And so um, it wasn't a surprise. But I do think the health uh, and the short period of time that – you would have had with Taysom did have an impact on that decision. Mike, thanks, man. Appreciate the time. All right. Hey, listen, if you want to watch a stud tonight, number 31 for Alabama on defense, Will Anderson. I'm telling you, he's just a sophomore. He's almost 6'4". He's 238 pounds. He may be one of the best outside linebackers I've seen at Alabama in the last 15 years. He's that good. They, they've had some good ones. That's He's for sure. good. He, All right, Mike, he thank is you, man. special. Thank you. Thank you, Christian. All right, take care. All right, NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, having some technical difficulties. Bear with us as we work through them. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Herb, let's take a look at some of the scores currently going on in college football. My dad's a happy man. Uh, overtime, Army and Air Force Looks like Army's on top, 21 to 14. But we know college overtime can get a little wild and zany, that's for sure. Um, number one, Georgia 
all over Missouri in the fourth quarter, 40 to 6. That's 4 0 to 6. Number five, Ohio State. At the end of the third quarter, the Cornhuskers of Nebraska are hanging with the Buckeyes. Ohio State's on top, 23 to 17. Number nine, Wake Forest on top in the third quarter over North Carolina, 45 to 34. They kind of stretched their lead out just a tad. And 16th ranked Ole Miss on top of Liberty headed into, or well into the fourth quarter, I should say, 27 to 14 over Liberty. And number 20, Minnesota trailing Illinois, the Fighting Illini. Four minutes and 42 seconds remaining in that ball game, and Illinois leads number 20, Minnesota, 14 to 6. 25th ranked Pittsburgh on top of Duke, 44 to 12. Just started the fourth quarter. Now, one Louisiana Tech, thir- uh, 24. They trail UAB, 37-24, with nine minutes remaining in the fourth quarter of that ball game. And Kansas State is taking it to Kansas, the Jayhawks, 35 to 10. Memphis on top of SMU in the fourth quarter, 28 to 18. And Georgia Tech, 28-24 over Miami in the third quarter. I know you're happy about that. That's right. That's right. My baby's out there dancing. Georgia Tech. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My baby's out there dancing. So. I know they're having a good time. They're actually in Miami, so she called uh, the other day, and she was having breakfast yesterday, I think, in Miami, and I was a little jealous. But, look, hey, man, Georgia Tech's got a nice little squad. They actually do. They're, uh, you know, they're they're building up to become something, that, you know, not a powerhouse in the ACC, but they're going to be something to be reckoned with, no pun intended. And, look, I'm happy about that score, too, because we all know how I you feel like about the youth. <laughs> Anytime Miami loses – yeah, I'm a happy guy. Cry those 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 Miami tears away, please. <laughs> Keep crying. Miami is no longer the program it once was and touted. You know the U, the Michael Irvins, the Warren Saps, Vinny Testaverde, all those greats that came out of that school have uh, had to watch that. That's their program decline and decline rapidly over the last what 15 years. It's amazing to think. Herb, how how that's a program that has fallen completely off the map. Yeah, they have not even like made any strides at all to become at least half of what they were back in what two thousand and four, right? Um, I mean, it's just yeah. crazy. I agree with you, but uh, look, it's it's tough. You're in Florida. You're probably you know you, you know Miami is a is a private school. It's a small school. They they can't compete with nowadays anyway. With your Florida's, your Florida states, uh, and then they. There's 10 other schools that's in Florida right now, and Miami is just not the place to go. Not to mention, they used to they used to steal recruits out of this state all the time. That no longer is the case. LSU has most of those recruits in-house. All right, we're wrapping up hour one here of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. Jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870 on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. We roll on here on the home of the Fighting Tigers, WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 